Welcome to our joint venture with uh, Mind Wars and the Awakening Podcast. You'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We're both on BitChute as Mind Wars and Awakening Podcast. How are you this week, Chris? I'm great. It's Friday. How could we not be great? But like we said before the recording, uh, Friday doesn't really matter anymore. There was a time where Friday mattered and you kind of go, that was the end of the week. Grand, we can chill out for the weekend. But no, nah, it's like seven days a week. And if there was a, an eight day, I said previously as well, we'd be doing probably the eight days with so many projects and stuff going on outside of our, what we do podcasting as well. It's just uh, never ending, but uh, also very fun and positive. So all good, all good. How are you this week anyway? Yeah, I'm very good, and I actually enjoyed because uh, you're doing your uh, your walk and talk videos, and uh, I enjoy I enjoyed I watched it the other day, and yeah. you know you're you're laughing and joking, which is good because the the first few you were like serious, and I thought it was like you know death warmed up, but uh, you know yeah. the, 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 your your characters coming in, and it was very enjoyable. You have to get a bit of humor, uh, you know, from time to time because you have to laugh. If you don't laugh, I mean, it's just you know it's complete negative shit all the time that's going on around the world. Even though we're talking about negative stuff, you have to just put in a bit of a smile here. And there. Um, and speaking speaking of shit, I don't know. Did you hear the one that uh, uh, basically uh, COVID fears uh, is being spread through farting? So I was waiting for a time they would put that on. Well, go on, go on, talk us through it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we remember the the anal jabs in China. So this is the next level now. Like uh, a number of UK government ministers have expressed concern over the possibility of coronavirus being spread through. Legends. You know, there is reportedly evidence to suggest a deadly virus could be spread through people farting in confined spaces such as a toilet. Imagine now you're in a public toilet and you hear the guy farting and you yeah. just run for the door like pants around yeah, your yeah, legs. You know, straight from the hills straight away and you're yeah. inside the toilet. I mean, what you might naturally do anyway. Uh, but now, of course, you could be um, not just the methane, but these um, coronavirus particles that, um, you know, they've never ever isolated purified or shown to exist. But now you could have it because they could be asymptomatic farts as well. You don't know. Um, so, yeah, yeah. so it's a, apparently a minister who who was not named. I wonder why. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Told the Telegraph that there is credible looking stuff on it. So yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't use the word as well. Uh, you know, uh, besides him not being named, that he was. We hear from our sources from this expert. They're all experts. Yeah, this is an expert now with flatulence as well. What a lot of bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. Anyway. Um, I know you had something on, uh, was it was it Gates as well over in, um, was it India? A couple of years back, was no, it, with uh, the, no, the that, vaccinations that, that, that and all that? That was yeah. Africa, and I know it's gone back as it's uh, 2014, but it's kind of, because there are some people still on the fence, and they're trying, you know, they're trusting Mr. Gatesy and other people. So basically... How, I don't know how they're trusting it, but anyway, yeah, that's another exactly. story. It, is the WHO using vaccines to secretly sterilize women in Africa? Uh, the African globe in some areas around the world purely cutting off somebody's family line is considered to be one of the most wicked things that you can possibly do but that appears to be precisely what the United Nations is doing two UN organizations the WHO WHO and UNICEF which we both know are corrupt have just been caught red-handed administrating tetanus vaccines laced with sterilizing agents to girls and women in Kenya and as you will see below there is not the first time that this has happened. Apparently, there is well-coordinated international program to use vaccines to secretly sterilize women in poor countries all over the planet. The United States needs to immediately demand the full investigation of the UN vaccine program, but I wouldn't count on that ever happening. Mm. And then it's like the Kenyan Catholic bishops are charging two United Nations organizations with sterilizing millions. And like basically the reason I'm saying, I mean, we, we'll send it, we'll give the link for it. But the point being is they were caught doing that. And mm. it's like, 
Ooh, and the World Health Organization still continues and UNICEF still continues because the bad boys are organizing all these different organizations. Oh, and that's why I keep telling people, stop trusting the government and stop trusting any organization, the World Economic Forum, the whole lot are infiltrated, the yeah. EU as well. So start doing stuff yourself because yeah, it comes down to you. Exactly. And not only, I remember I think I covered that in one of the first videos that actually, but is and you're right in saying that as well and if i remember correctly the the who that you mentioned on it as well they had um what are they on it yeah they actually they tried to deny it at first with these kenyan catholic i think uh, was it um bishops or doctors went went forward anyway and they said that um they were trying to put a stop to this and they said there definitely is done their own independent research etc etc and said yes there was sterilized agents in it and the WHO said, no, 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 nothing to see here. There's not supposed to be any that kind of stuff whatsoever. But more push and more pressure came on him. The WHO actually admitted themselves in, in the end and said, yes, we actually, there was sterilized agents in it. But not only did they admit that, it was in that one particular one they were talking about there and then, they actually said, we've actually been putting them in them for the last 10 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> more lies and deceit. It's unbelievable. If the WHO had a, had a nose like Pinocchio, it'd be gone around the world about 50 times. So, um, from around, the around the flat world, is it? Around the flat, the flat one, not the globe, yeah. <laughs> you will love that flat Arthur stuff, yeah. Uh, but uh, we can talk about that another day as well. As Zoe, we, we've got you coming on, is it a few weeks' time, I think, or soon on, one, on a live recording? Yeah, yeah, it's in August, yeah, yeah. yeah. So August, I think the 15th or something like that, yeah. So, as I think we mentioned it, we uh, did, you did, you mentioned it, yeah. Ask any questions and we will do it. But uh, I'm seeing the more I'm researching on this, uh, the, yeah, the stranger yeah. it is. I mean, I just mentioned to you, I saw a video just. To, earlier with nasa where they were you know where there was seven astronauts that were apparently killed and they were saying that six of them are still alive and they were given all the information to it so i mean i don't know yeah. what, i don't know what to believe anymore every single thing i question of course and that's the best thing people can do is question every single thing that's the best um protocol to make us you do start questioning everything at all uh, as much as you can i should say but um moving on to i know netflix many people of course watch netflix across the world and um, yeah, they're they're going to be the first more major studio organization, shall we, shall we say, that basically want all their employees, um, sort of like front of house, I believe they call it zone A. So anybody that's working for them and will be working close to actors, et cetera, et cetera, you have to be jabbed. So you can't have any, you know, negative tests or any that kind of stuff. Also, that, won't, that won't fly anymore. You have to be vaccinated. And if you're not, well, pretty much that's it. You know, you know where the door is off with you. So that's the more medical apartheid. Now the Netflix um, are in this as well. Um, so yeah, onwards and upwards we go. Well, basically, because I think this is very important. I know it's a, it's a few minutes, but I've come across a load of people and they're basically saying, I'm being made to get it and I don't want that. Mm. So I saw a post recently and I thought it was very good. So we can actually include the post in the description. So you can just cut it paste put it into a letter and send it to your employer so if you are being forced to get a vax to keep your job there's the way to handle it um i will write just potential covid vaccine and my desire to be fully informed and appraised of all facts going ahead i'd be most grateful if you could please provide the following information in accordance with the statutory legal requirements one can you please advise me on the approved legal status of any vaccine and if it is experimental. Two, can you please provide details and assurances that the vaccine has been fully independently and rigorously tested against control groups and the subsequent outcomes of those tests? Three, can you please advise of the full list of contents of the vaccine I am to receive and if 
any are toxic to the body. Four, can you please fully advise of all the adverse reactions associated with this vaccine since its introduction? Five, can you please confirm that the vaccine has that you are advocating is not experimental mRNA gene altering therapy? Six, can you please confirm that I will not be under any duress from yourselves as my employers in compliance with the Nuremberg Code? Seven, can you please advise me of the likely risk of fatality should I be unfortunate to contact COVID-19 or any unlike uh, and the unlikelihood of recovery? Once I have received that information in full, I'm satisfied that there is no threat to my health. I will be happy to accept your offer to receive the treatment, but with certain conditions, namely that one, you confirm that I will suffer no harm. Two, following acceptance of this, the offer must be signed by a fully qualified doctor who will take full legal and financial responsibility of any injuries occurred to myself and or from any interactions by unauthorized personnel regarding these procedures. Three, in the event that I should have to decline the offer of vaccination, please confirm that it will not compromise my position and that I will not suffer prejudice and discrimination as a result. I would also advise that my inalienable rights are reserved. The point being that, you know, they cannot provide the information, but you're not refusing. So mm. it's like a con- you know, conditional acceptance, pretty much. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no problem. I get just sign that there. And yeah, but they won't. They won't be able to confirm any of that kind of stuff. Or they won't be able to um, sign uh, what, what you're talking about either. So we know they won't be able to do that. Um, and I know that's even in the legal world as well, because there's also a common law way of getting around that stuff as well. But I know people that don't know much about common law or feel about what is that kind of stuff which is another kind of store and i've mentioned on podcast and i've done some interviews with guys and stuff on as well and we've been on live calls of people as well but um you know for people who do feel more comfortable in the corrupt legal realm that that's one way of obviously putting it to them and uh, say look look employer yeah i'm happy to you know be coerced into what you want me to do or you want to take my job off me which there's other ways around that as well sign this sign this and i get a doctor etc etc guarantee you that that won't happen they won't be able to do it and also people have to understand the wording as well the people are using this word all the time have to get it from from a job but then they use say why do you have to get it it's mandatory that's the big word mandatory to use people have to realize mandatory is not law mandatory also needs your consent but when people go it's mandated it's mandatory if i was oh geez the hammer is down straight away that means we have to get it there's no way around it that's it they've said it now tough shit nothing they can do about no there is because if you actually really know the wording and the terminology all the time. You have to read into that. I've said to people, drill down in the wording simply all the time and realize mandated or mandatory or the science to say it outside the shop or your employer that brings you into the office say, look, what can we do now? The government, right? I've just mandated now in the company and it's the policy. Policy, again, it's, nothing, it's not lawful. So understand these are just shit shows that these bring in in other words to coerce you and trick the mind of the, of the of the man and woman of the land to kind of go well he has mandated i suppose now so i don't feel there's any way around it. what can i do i better stick out my arm so i get it because i do need to keep my job no you're you're a clown because you realize afterwards mandated or mandatory does not mean it has has to have your consent 100 percent of the time after that and then obviously if you try if you refuse then he says oh well yeah, i need to lose it you need to lose your job you can do a letter like you do as well and there's other ways around it so all i'm saying to people in other words is i will leave that letter in the in the, in the link for people to look at as well if they, if they want to use it all i'm saying to people is there's plenty of options out there don't feel your your pigeonhole into this little box or this little corner you have to do this there is no have to in this life the only have to you, you have to do at some stage is you have to die and every one of us have to do that but other than that there is no have to's so yeah they, they make us sign stuff as well for that 
So they can't just do it. And by signing it, the same with basically when you're on a plane to get these PCR tests, when you get off the plane, you're signing it to basically acknowledge, yeah, I accept what you've just written. Don't sign. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not sign. Do not, do not sign. Your, your, your name is one of the most powerful things that you put pen to paper. And uh, yeah, if you know so much tentacles that come off that as well, um, yeah, just simply do not do it. Um, it's like when they were doing the, the, well, they're still doing stuff like that. Um, they were doing the paper formats of the track and, track and trace. Or when you're, when you're going on a plane, you land in X country and they wanted to make sure everybody is, you know, A-OK, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're actually signing that line, to basically, it doesn't say on it, but if, if you actually go through the, the stuff later, you'll actually realize what you're actually signing is when you go to the far end, I've actually signed myself. To, I'm willingly putting on my hand that, yes, I'll quarantine myself for 14 days. That's what you're actually doing. And I've said that to loads of people like, what? Jeez, I didn't think that. Yeah, the reason when you actually go through the stuff properly, people just will not do any research. They flee straight away and go, we must do this, we must do that. That's mandated. That's a policy. They introduced it. We don't get any say. Yes, you do get a say. Um, so, and yeah, moving on from that stuff. <laughs> we rent, have, rent over. <laughs> rent over for now. We have, um, I know we have the uh, video clip. I don't think we'll put it into it, but it's um, over in the Italian parliament where they've, um, they're losing the cool over there, and rightly so. Um, you can see plenty of them running around the parliament over there. I think they're saying, what, no to the to the green COVID pass, et cetera, et cetera, that they're trying to obviously but I like the one thing to that is every single one of them had their masks on, so it's not yeah. as if I'm, you know, inspired by them. Like, it's no, kind of like... No, a, no. It's, it's, it's still nice to see that they're doing what they can do, but um, how far will it go? Yeah, time will tell, all right. Um, but it's also great to have some publicity on it to shine a light for other people to see. For people who are thinking these, you know, maybe in Italy their governments are great, even though I know a lot of people over there know that the government is pretty full of fascism and et cetera, et cetera. But um, for the few that are still believing and voting, et cetera, to show that there even is within their own organization inside, there's, there's quite a bit of pushback going on as well, that people don't want this kind of crap uh, pushed down their throats. So there's that. And I also know over in uh, Scotland, as small as it is, they've had 5,522 COVID uh, vaccine deaths within 28 days over the last six-month period. So five and a half thousand. That's just in Scotland alone, just from these, uh, these COVID vaccines. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty high. And that's coming from Public Health Scotland, which means, in other words, that 5,522, I, I can assure you, is much higher than 5,522. So, yeah, that, that's, that's more that kind of stuff as well. And speaking on, I suppose, COVID vaccines, stuff like that as well, I have a small little article here. Just realize that when people are suffering injury and death and all this other stuff as well in Tofford, that uh, the bad boys, shall we say, in the background, the likes of Pfizer, I just mentioned them, but there's plenty of other um, making the same very things, well, like Moderna's and AstraZeneca's and Johnson & Johnson, it goes, et cetera, et cetera. This heading of this one is the Pfizer pro- projects uh, $33 billion in COVID vaccine revenues driven by boosters and, uh, well, of course, fake vaccines. But um, it says, strong sales of its COVID vaccine held Pfizer nearly doubled second quarter revenue and boost profits by 59% beating Wall Street projections and leading the drug giant to sharply hike its 2021 sales and profit forecasts. During a July 28th second quarter earnings call, Pfizer told investors the company has increased its revenue projection, now expected to be in the range of $78 to $80 billion. The company projected revenue from its COVID vaccine alone will hit $33.5 billion, a 29% jump from the previously estimated $26 billion. 
Pfizer registered $7.8 billion in COVID vaccine sales in the second quarter, bringing the total worldwide sales so far this year to $11.3 billion. And just lastly on that, the new profit forecast doesn't include a contract struck last week by a sleepy Joe Biden administration to provide an additional 200 million doses to the US, a White House official has said in the last couple of days. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, um, you know, the, the money they're making, and like we said time and time again, no comeback, all profit, 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 ah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I, I maybe I'll go into it a bit deeper next week, but just do you have the BlackRock Group and Vanguard who, in turn, own all the shares in this? Like, it's just yeah. two big boys that kind of seem to be controlling everything, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. research it a bit more and give some details, but I'll. BlackRock and Vanguard, yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, and the tentacles that come off them. Exactly. And just another one, I, I think you might have mentioned it on your own thing as well, but I, uh, the, the large events is, such as the Premier League matches could be open only to fully vaccinated um, people from October under government plans. Uh, talks are underway that the Premier League to discuss whether supporters who have not received both jabs could be barred from entry according to PA news agency. The rule could also be used for lower divisions and other sports, for seated events with a capacity of more than 20,000, for unseated events as gigs, da 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 da, could be 5,000 attendance. And eh. in other words, like, yeah. yeah, you can't do nothing unless you get this poison dart. Yeah, yeah. And I, like I said in the walk and talk, I briefly mentioned that done there a few days ago. Um, yeah, that's supposed to come in, I think, at late September, October time, as you said, any yeah, that uh, Boris wants that. So, we'll interest, we'll, interestingly enough, we'll see, will these, um, you know, these football fans, will they, will they stand up? Will they, will they stand out because it's football? Or, um, you know... Will they stand not... up? All I'm seeing lately is everybody kneeling down. It's like, Jesus, are they all praying or what? Exactly. Neil's absolute fascistic fucking bullshit is what it is, any yeah. So, um, you know, how, how, how the people are still actually watching some of this, this theatre show, this nonsense go on, they paid hundreds of millions and uh, nobody understands, like I mentioned, and uh, nobody, um, the sound effects go on. That's, that's what's going like. So nobody understands. And now anybody, of course, that the houses that they, they will try and bring in maybe in October. So, well, you've got to be, you've got to be fully vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll see how many will fall for that. It's not a, not a destruction, of course, of the industry as well. And one of the only reasons to stay going last year, the football to empty stadiums was, well, there's a few probably, but one in particular is because I think they owed in the region of, over 700 million and that could have been a higher figure but was at one stage around 700 million to the revenue contracts that they had with the, with television organizations of course so like the sky and all the other ones that are involved in it of course so if they didn't fulfill those there could have been a massive deficit that they would have had to pay it up front because these contracts were done before this nonsense of COVID and all that kicked in that was one of them there's a few other uh, reasons as well but just goes to show their loyalty to the profits the television organizations not to the actual true fans um, that are being duped half the time and uh, believing, yes, the love for the game and the, for the fans and we can't wait to see them come out on a Saturday morning to watch us, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's funny how that changed last year and a half. So, uh, yeah, that's football for you. We'll see how that goes. But mentioning on England for a second, actually, we didn't have it in the notes, I think, to, to add to the show, but the NHS app, we've mentioned it before, um, that so many people are taking off their phones. So, obviously, it's they're calling it a what did they have? A ping-demic because this app consistently keeps going off now um, because you might be close to somebody or proximity and you might then have to isolate, et cetera, et cetera. All this bullshit. So I told people, we said to people months and months ago, do not get any of these apps on your phone in the first place. And all they said, of course, maybe around Christmas time, I believe, I can't remember the particular month, they said, if you, the government even said, they said, oh, just get this on now. That's all it is. There's, nothing, there's no nefarious stuff around it. We're not doing any COVID passports. Nothing got to do with that. 
etc etc all the time while there was at least two organizations we covered in the background that they paid I don't I think it was tens of thousands or a hundred few hundred thousand times or they're just doing a bit of research but yet they all come out all the minutes and say oh no we're not doing any kind of stuff but yet we found all the documentation showing you are you funded these organizations to basically do the research on the COVID passports like they've done in Ireland and elsewhere as well so of course more absolute lies blatantly I mean you can't get a job in these places unless you're actually a full-blown liar and they're not even good at lying. That's, that's the bad point. But you have to be an ultimate liar at all costs or you can't get one of these seats, uh, you know, be in Ireland, the dollar, be, you know, over in England. You have to be a politician and to be a scoundrel and a liar that absolutely hates the public, the nation in, in full. Um, and they've now went, moved from the NHS app all of a sudden that they said was just, was just for what it was originally. Now we've just, they've just changed the things on it. Now that's on your phone, they've just upgraded us. Anybody upgrades on it now, now it's a COVID passport that you can show your certificate on it to this restaurant, that bar, et cetera, et cetera. So they're moving like that, like we said once ago, that was, that was inevitably going to happen anyway, which is also the tentacle, another portion of what um, contributes into the social credit score system. Um, like they have in China, which they want to roll out over the West. And they have been rolling out bits and bits as time moves on slowly, but surely they've been moving that into the system with the, the China social credit uh, score nonsense. So that's a bit on England as well. Um, I know we had stuff on, yeah, that absolute psychopath that's over in um, over in the Philippines. The president is a President Duarte. And he basically has come out as well and he said he's pretty much doesn't give a shit about the people. Um, he said, I actually might have it, I don't know how it got here in front of me, the exact quote that he says on it. Yeah, so the, as I was saying that President um, Duarte, he basically says in his own words, he says he tells the public over the Philippines who refuse the vaccine, in quotes, for all I care, you can die anytime and bans them from leaving their home. And if you leave your home, the police will arrest you and to stick you in jail. And you can see a picture of him uh, holding a, a gun there at the moment. So... Um, yeah, this lad is an absolute psychopath. I know from the 25th of August, I believe as well, that over there, they're having that people will not be allowed to enter your average supermarket or grocery store. So they had it before, like, you know, cinemas and theaters and events and all that. Fine, people can, we don't need them as such. We can actually, but we need obviously to eat at the end of the day. Now from 25th of August onwards, um, you're, you basically won't be allowed into grocery stores or any of these um, supermarkets over in the Philippines unless you get the inoculation of debt. So one way or another, they want to basically grab you by the short and curlies and this psychopath of a president over there um, just shows his, his discontent, his, um, his anger. He just, he absolutely despises the Philippine people over there. And for all the care, you can die anytime. And bans them from leaving their home. Like, who the, <laughs> do you think you are? Yeah. There's and only one person that needs to die, and it's the person that says something like that. It's 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 it's, it's horrendous, you know. This dictatorship begin believe, and they have this jurisdiction over all their people. Um, it's just this insanity how one guy thinks he has this. But we had other stuff I know to go through. Um, there was one thing actually that was interesting is uh, the the woman that uh, was in the hospital uh, about to give birth. Oh yeah. So there's a, we won't put, there's a video, but I won't put into it, but um, there's a video basically going around at the moment. It's just a couple of minutes long and it's talking about um, this woman and I presume it's her boyfriend or husband's inside in the hospital. Your one is not far off from uh, delivering, shall we say. And um, the nurse is standing there basically saying, what she says to her is that as soon as your baby leaves your abdomen, basically as soon as you, you give birth, um, basically we're going to take the child we're going to take it. She actually used the terminology, your property. It's no longer your property. And we're going to take it down the corridor and we're going to basically PCR 
um, the child, a newborn, literally minutes out of the room, is going to confiscate it down the corridor. So you want kicks up a fuss, obviously being the mother. And um, so this is, is this is my property. This is my blood and flesh that literally will just be coming out of me very, very soon. And it's nothing got to do with you whatsoever. And you're not going to stand there and dictate to me, et cetera, et cetera. And your one base says, oh, we'll have to get our, our safety services. And I have to notify this team, that team base. In other words, safety services, just another word, another word for saying the social services will have to come in and basically grab your child and bring it with you. Now, the, now the interesting part if we go into the common law thing is that that child would be out with, only out of the room minutes. So there is no paperwork actually attached to that child itself. So she, that woman doesn't realize what jurisdiction she's in or what's actually going on there, as well as we talked about law, admiralty, and you know what does law stand for, et cetera, et cetera. And she really needs, needs to know, you need to identify straight away what jurisdiction you're in, be that in, in a workplace where you are, in a court system, wherever it is, that's the one thing you need to, 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 otherwise the rest of your case is pretty much invalid if you can't establish what actual jurisdiction you're in in the first place. Are you standing on dry land or are you lost, lost in dead at sea under admiralty? I'll actually read an article here because um, I'm, I'm reading... Go for it. Five book. I got five books from uh, Judge uh, Anna von Reitz, and mm. she seems to be one uh, brilliant this woman. Is yeah. basically unbelievable. But this yeah. seems to be from like the the birth cert. Um, uh, they do the same with the birth certificate. What's supposed to happen is that uh, when a baby is born, the parents are supposed to give notice to the community and uh, copyright the baby's name. Basically, nail down the common law copyright of the child's name and recording it. To record anything puts it in land jurisdiction. To register anything puts mm. it in sea jurisdiction. But because our parents don't know this and they aren't told this, they don't do it. They might write your name down in the family Bible and that does create a record, but there's not a public record of you holding your own name and everything. So instead what happens is that the hospital posts your given name in a birth announcement if after however long, a week, two, whatever, nobody comes forward to claim the baby, the hospital then turns it over as an abandoned vessel by that very name. And it gets registered by the state of organization, basically the Department of Health and Human Services. And you're considered a ward of the state as though you'd left, uh, you'd been left on the hospital doorstep. Yeah. So basically exactly. that kind of ties in with what you've just said. And yeah, people yeah. think this is nuts. But trust me, we're, we're researching a lot, as I know, uh, Chris, you've gone down a lot deeper. But I, like the reason that we're trying to share these things in snippets, we want more people to start researching yeah. it because you have to, you can't rely on Trump, you can't rely on Boris Johnson, you can't rely on anyone no. in our, none of, you have to get freedom yourself. And the yeah. only way you can do it is actually start researching. Yeah. It's very, very simple. And they say all the word and the terminology and right is because anybody has to understand the word register. As soon as you register anything, be it the birth cert or be it something else you want to register, you're giving it away. In simple terms, you're giving it away, whatever you're, you register, and you're going to apply to their codes, act statutes, whatever comes after you're actually registering for in the first place compared to if you're recording something, that's completely different. And the terminology means everything. And people just willy-nilly, uh, we were like that ourselves at one stage before, obviously everyone was, because the greatest deceit uh, ever portrayed on, on humanity every man, moon, and child across the, the planet, the globe, the flat earth, whatever you want to call it, uh, <laughs> it is a serious, serious crime is what it is. And they're, they're doing a thing basically, personage is what they're doing. It can be done for, 
for so many things. It's a very, very serious fraud. Basically, it's almost pretty much since you come out of the womb and the people look at all the terminologies of, you know, you come out, you, your, your mother breaks the waters, um, you come out, um, you, you burnt up or you dock up, I should say. You come down her watery canals, you dock up. You have there, of course, inside in the actual room itself, you have was waiting beside the bed, a dock there. You also have then you're in the, the ward of, of the state. You're in a ward, obviously, for um, giving the birth to the child. And uh, on top of that, then you're actually, by the ward of the state comes in, people often say, oh, the ward of the state, my child got taken, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it got taken because of that deceivement of the actual birth certificate that your parents were never um, given the full consent of and the full rundown. That's why the whole thing, the whole contract is fraudulent. And obviously you were so young, you couldn't even make sense of the world. You're only minutes into the world. And you, you obviously can't comprehend what's, for, for what's actually going on. So because that great deceit was put, put upon uh, everybody and because it got reg- registered, you're pretty much, you're incorporated and then you were, so your name in all, uh, Ray Colin, in all capital letters or Mr. Ray Colin, there's about three different ways at least that he can do this. And once that's done in that format, um, basically you're incorporated and you don't own that name. That's actually their copyrighted name. That is theirs. So the old saying goes, he who creates owns. You didn't create that. You didn't create that birth certificate. You didn't create that all caps name that if everybody opens their wallets right now, I guarantee you the vast amount of, if you uh, throw on the table, your passport, your driving license, all these other government things for you to get anything all incorporated. It's not, it's not the, the, the living breeding, shall we say, Ray Colin or, or Christopher Ryan for argument's sake of that. And I know people don't understand this. So what do you mean living breeding? Obviously, we're all living breeding souls, et cetera, et cetera. But if you understand and look at some of the podcasts we've done on, on common law, that there's likes of Christopher James, Mookie in Australia, and there's, there's plenty of other people as well that, that drill down on this kind of stuff. And it's very, very real. And it's very important people get in tune with it because this is such a deceit. Um, it's, it's astronomical. And if you understand this, everything else around people just falls apart and kind of go, wow, I cannot believe this is actually the way things have actually been done. Look at the terminology. I'll briefly just touch on it. Terminology would obviously with person, with uh, resident, with citizenship, of course, got to do with law to see. Everything is admiralty consistently all the time got to do with law to see. So when they actually, just to finish that, because we could stay going for ages on it, but if you, when, when you're actually are registered or when, you know, the, the state uh, registered you. That's why also the kids can be taken because you're registered under their name. You're registered, like you said, like a vessel. You're like you're you're lost and dead at sea. So they basically pretty much as you come out and this stuff gets registered in a few days to a few weeks sometimes. And that's why there's so much pressure on the nurses and people around you. They want your parents. They put you in pressure. They want you to register. Actually, in Ireland, I don't know other places sooner as well. They say it's um totally illegal if you don't, and you can get fines. Why? because the government know exactly what they're doing and they want you to be incorporated. So for forever, now and forever more that you don't realize, some people go to the grave and they never realize this. So I give a very simple example for people to understand. If you were inside in court, right, and you had a simple park and fine or whatever the case I, was. I have plenty of experience there. Chris, so you have <laughs> plenty of that, and, yeah. And just before you go into what you're going to say, look at the flags because they have the yellow around it. Yeah, the flags are, uh, and that's another story with, with the flags as well, is there's a lot of history behind that. And, and uh, say the United States and the higher T and uh, or the capital and the lowercase T and all the different terminology, right, which is incorporated and which is actually not. So which is really for you and which is actually not for the people, et cetera, et cetera. But I was just going to say and briefly before we move on to maybe two or three points left after this, is if you go into court, and I know you've been there plenty, plenty of times, and say it was for a park and fine or something very simple. We keep it very, very basic. Park and fine, speed and fine, whatever it was, and you're getting letters in the door, et cetera, et cetera. You weren't going to pay them. They eventually, you go into the court system. They, you go in, obviously, you're going, going in their territory straight away because you're not appearing by, you know, a special appearance, which is under common law. 
and other stuff that goes with that you put in the record beforehand you're obviously walking in as soon as you walk in straight away that's you're, well you're in you're in pretty much the the devil's lair shall we say and um the judge basically calls out to you is a uh, uh, is Roy calling here today and you stand up and go yeah yeah that's me straight like you can't see in that piece of paper you just go well that's obviously me but you cannot see in that piece of paper that he has all that all caps there that that deceitful fraud that was based set up at Burke that's what he's going off because that's a government and owns that so he's basically going off all that you're standing up so what are you standing up for you're not you're actually standing up you're standing there as a living man um you're actually standing as a surety or some people call it as a guarantor to your straw man, shall we say, or the dead entity that was um, that was incorporated and created as a fiction for you at birth. And that's what you're doing. You're standing up on that. So that £200 fine, shall we say, you're paying that on behalf of the dead right calling, that dead entity that was actually set up from you at birth. And that's what you're actually paying. And you believe, yeah, that's me. I'm going to pay that now because all caps right calling and, and Mr. Like they'd have a banker. You go, yeah, sure, whatever. That's the same Mr. Mrs. We've, we've heard that since we were born. That was all done as trickery. That was that was that was no no fluke. That was all done on purpose to have you incorporated. So, I mean, yeah, look, we could go on a bit of a rant for one on, on the common law for a bit, but we won't. I know we want to keep I it. Think you just did, Chris. <laughs> 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 moving along, moving along. So, all right. <laughs> uh, what else do we have there? Was, uh, there was somebody got a bad reaction as well. Uh, is it in Minnesota? Oh yeah, I mean. Bloody hell! I mean, like, if, if, you know, hardly a week week goes by in a podcast. But we have to mention something about these COVID and the vaccine. And like I said, I'd love to get onto other topics. Like I love talking about the family bloodlines, about the secret societies, about the stuff that goes back hundreds and hundreds of years. But I think this is just trumps this what's going on now. These reports again, and what people is a bit more vital at, at this stage. Um, and yeah, over in Minnesota, anyway, this this woman over there, um, she basically got the Pfizer jab. She went to get the second one, and shortly after she got the second one, she started feeling all these, you know, um, her chest started feeling funny, heart palpitations, etc., etc. And within no time, she found herself in the hospital. And this is coming as well from her husband that said it, and you can see a picture of her actually now on the screen. And her legs are amputated she's sitting there in the bed her legs got amputated and her hands next have to go have to be amputated as well all through the Pfizer vaccines and they say the hospital said they apparently they had 70 to 80 so-called specialists and doctors on the case they spoke to the CDC backwards and forwards as we know another corrupt uh, organisation and um, yeah this is a rare case of course they're all rare they're all very very extremely rare um, but that's that poor girl now thought she was actually doing something good and now she's um, completely disabled no uh, hands chopped off and legs chopped off after getting the second Pfizer vaccine. So why on earth would you take that risk? I'm sure the year and a half or the year and a couple of months before that, this that even if she well, she obviously believed that the whole thing was real and it wasn't a fabrication, you were fine. You were perfect. You were healthy. You were okay. Why would you go off then and actually put this toxic crap into your body? It's just, yeah. Oh. And I've seen uh, another video of where they actually analyzed the blood kind of before normal person and then after the vaccine and it's just oh it's it's, it's, it's like, something oh, coagulation and the stuff yeah, that's yeah, in it oh, yeah i mean it's scary like i mean i really cannot for the life of me understand why anybody in their right mind would get even one not two mm. or eventually you'll be getting two to four a year which are you know you're variance analysis yeah. so. but even to touch now what people don't realize is uh, there's a uh, there's quite a few people that I, that I know of kind of at a distance shall we say they got the first one and yes some didn't want them to go back for a second because of how 
traumatic it wasn't they were in bedridden for days etc etc but in some of them that did get the second one you know they're saying you know oh, maybe i'm not too bad not too bad at the moment. i think i'm okay and every time we like we mentioned time and time again the reason they're getting a lot of this stuff is is because obviously they want to travel they want to go to x y and z etc etc but the point i'm making about all this is what we mentioned earlier on the on the podcast was the, the nhs app the, the covid system the pat the covid password we've mentioned time and time again the social credit scores that why they're all linking in linking in these people have to realize that if you think you're getting it for a football match in October, if you think you aren't going to get it to go on a flight, etc., that you will have to keep getting to, in order for you to hold that COVID passport, you will have to keep getting the top-ups. You will keep, have to keep getting the boosters. You'll have to keep getting this, 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 all the way down the line. So just because you think, I got my two now. Yeah, okay, I'll get the COVID it's, passport. It's like, it's like the mobile phone. If you don't get the top-up, top up, it won't work. So exactly, keep, exactly. Keep, keep it topped up. It has a sell-by date, and that's it. And uh, you, you have to get the boosters and all the, all the fake boosters. And um, yeah, to really... Um, really do serious serious damage that's already been doing there'll be no replication from all the magnetism and stuff that's inside these as well uh, i mean it just goes on 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 the list but um i know i wanted to briefly mention one thing um on was on ireland um the pushback thankfully um is coming somewhat there uh and they're talking about restaurants um so the restaurants that open in ireland last week shall we say pubs etc etc yes we know a lot of the pubs didn't open a lot of the restaurants didn't open and you can see on social media everybody's giving them praise and love hearts and thumbs up and everyone's fantastic everyone's great and of course the people then who did decide to open up their business the amount of google reviews that negative google reviews that they're basically getting on all the restaurants on their pubs there was actually one guy he he did at least 21 they were traced back to his name he did about 21 different venues he was never inside them but on purpose he just basically given the worst reviews you can give it inside and the, the restaurant and pub owners are complaining about this, but they're complaining in particular to Facebook because there's apparently a group there on Facebook. I don't have the name of it, but they have a group that shows all the restaurants, all the pubs as much as possible in Ireland um, who basically have decided to open, who, who, who decided to basically, um, in other words, open and push the medical apartheid more and, and uh, go along with the fascism and tyranny. That's what they basically said, in other words. They can use all the other excuses saying, oh, we're broke, we had to open our premises, we had to, whatever they want to use, right? Now, there's two ways of looking at that. Oh, just to finish that, they applied to Facebook and Facebook actually turned around, surprisingly enough for now, and, yeah, and turned around and said, no, we're not going to take these down. We're not going to take these bad reviews down because they're basically giving their own opinion on a, on a restaurant, a one to five star rate, but they're all giving them the one star ratings. They're also, what they're doing as well is, which I've heard where I am as well, I know people have done it actually, they're ringing up restaurants, say Friday night, for example, or tomorrow night, whatever the case may be, and they're going, yeah, can we book a table at 12, the biggest table you have in the house, and nobody turns up. And they're getting other people in to book a table of four, something in the other part of the building or the other wow. restaurant. And all of a sudden, then nobody turns up for the whole thing. So they have all the staff there. They might take on next staff. Now, and all of a sudden, nobody turns up. And, and no, plus no, turn away legitimate customers that are coming in saying, sorry, so, we're actually... Resisting. So there's two ways. I look at this personally myself as two ways of the people that are giving all the thumbs up and love hearts to the restaurants and the pubs. Open. Yes, great in one sense. But I think you could do a step further and actually open but open with no medical partners say open who's we we own our status we're going to keep our family business running as much as we can we're going to open but we're going to open on the grounds that we're making decisions and that we're basically going to let in whoever we want to let in no COVID passwords no scanning no QR none of that bullshit whatsoever but the slight bit of trouble they have as much as the people might think yeah but I own my business I can kind of so what do what I, what I want your business is incorporated to the statues and the law of the sea again so remember that that when it's all incorporated by that you have to 
act under their acts, statutes, legislation, codes, guidelines, all this mandatory crap, whatever it might be, you you kind of have signed up to do that. And that's why the government have to pull over you, which obviously was mentioned there, it goes back to the fictional character, the straw man. Because every every government, all HMRCs, all these McDonald's, Starbucks, every single one of them are all incorporated. Contract makes makes the world go around. So um in order for these corporations to interact with you, um, you have to contract with them. And if you don't, all they can do is instill fear, use bully buy tactics and coercion, right? But they cannot do anything about it once you know your proper rights and how to actually stand up for yourself. But yeah, that's that's what I think of it at the moment. I think all the places should open in Ireland, not some opening. And then and by all means, give them bad ratings and do whatever because they deserve that for what they're doing. But and and, for, and they're discriminating against people who actually come into their into their restaurant and their business. Uh, rightly so, they should they should get nobody inside the place. So it shows who's really for the people again. But I know we're probably going slowly over time. Uh, but I know you uh, wanted two uh, more points to go to. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the one was the converse. Uh, I saw that they had um, you know their the pictures and basically like uh, the pentagram. And just spooky looking people. And I've seen other shoes that they had that had 666. I saw that Nike had stuff as well. And they were like hiding the eye, the red shoe devil. A lot of satanic stuff. And it's kind of weird that you know people are doing this. And it's just, I mean, we'll give the link that you can have a, a look at it. And the other thing was um, uh, Red FM. They were basically, I think they call it Pride Week. And they had people... I don't know what they were, transsexuals or whatever, dressed in leotards, dancing uh, in front of children on one of the streets and then just driving around the place. And it's like, look, I really don't care what your, what your system, you know, I've got friends that are lesbians, I've got friends mm-hmm. that are gay, but they don't bounce around the place, yeah. they don't. And what, doing that in front of children, and it's like, and it, this is this is being copied around the world. Like, whatever you believe in, whatever keeps you happy, you close the door and you do it. You don't need to be pantsing around. I mean, if I'd done that now, put on a G-string and done a kind of a Borat thing and started dancing, I'd be arrested. Of course, yeah, for yeah. them, it's like a big, hey, let's everybody, and everyone is afraid to comment on it then. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's, uh, you mentioned, interesting to do with this sort of satanic inversion and stuff with the, the converse runs beforehand, which ties into that as well, because if people look deep, and you know, I don't give a shit if you're gay or lesbian, whatever you want to do in your own time, it doesn't bother me, whatever. But this kind of, we're pride in it, pride week. And I think, was it recently we talked about in Canada, if I'm correct in saying, they had a pride month, but now they're going to extend it to all the summer. So what, about three months over the summer, you're going to have pride Pride summer or something they were calling it a few months back. Kind of going, what? Pride in your sexuality? Who gives a fuck? Just be what you want to be. Who gives a shit? Get on with your life. But stop having all this singing and dancing bullshit over it and all these airy fairy story time with, with the kids and all the, the, the stuff that are taught to the kids about, of course, because they're after the, the kids again, like in every form, besides the injections, you know, in this way as well. But if you go to the root of the LGBT and the rainbow flag and all that nonsense, you'll actually realize the massive satanic agenda and cult that's actually behind that. It's unbelievable. I mean, some of them come up and they say this. Some of them you see them marching on the streets with the, the Satanism, Lucifer loves and the satanic flag and the, and, and the satanic, uh, sorry, symbolism with the, the rainbow attached to the hall as well. So people go deep enough into it, you'll actually realize um, the smoke and mirrors or the smoke screen that's behind all this. So that's just another satanic cult um, run by the cult who's running the scam in the background of us, the, the man-made global warm and farce. And of course, this, COVID-19 hoax as well so yeah I mean that's that's that but um yeah another attack attack on society and humanity so um anyway yeah why, why don't we just have a straight month or a straight year or a straight day or a week or whatever like what why would you bother it's just anyway yeah 
Is that it for this week? Uh, I, I think yeah. <laughs> rant over Chris. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. We 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 yeah. yeah. We'll go through more stuff next week. Yeah, cool. And just to remember that uh, basically we both have two uh, separate, not only our uh, collaboration every week, but we put out other stuff as well. So make sure to check out both of us. And uh, basically, you'll find Chris on MindWars.uk and MindWars on BitChute. I'm on Awakening Podcast on BitChute and AwakeningPodcast.org. And if you have any questions or if you have any recommendations, you can go into both our websites and you'll find a questionnaire. Be sure to give us a thumbs up. Five star rating, not a one star, five star. Because <laughs> Apple happens. Apple Podcast for that, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and just share with your friends. You know if you enjoy it. So thanks for listening, and until next week, take care. Cool. Chat to them.